You're listening to the two dumb users. The whole morning's not about you, alright? Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Dumb Yinzers. This is episode 261. I, you know me, I'm Ryan. I'm here with Derpy and the big and the other biggest train wreck in Ohio. Mike, how you doing today, guys? I am the biggest train wreck, not the other, the <laughs> biggest. You put some respect on my name. Okay. What up, what up, what up, man? We got a lot, a lot of things going on today, guys. Uh, Derp, you there with us, bud? Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm uh, munching on some uh, celery and peanut butter. All right, take your time. I tell you what, Mike, Mike, Mike make, makes no, um, <laughs> the other day I seen Mike eat a whole Pop-Tart on the air. Yeah, oh, fuck. I don't, well, I wasn't chomping into the mic. I sat back. It was, it was a whole, it, one day I did a whole twice full meal. Like I think, in it, was, the past I think it was the first 18 minutes of the show I watched. Yeah, breakfast I just slowly day, so. eat my food, man, you know? So I just savor good. it. I gotta savor that Pop-Tart. But this is, everybody, this is episode 261, Two Dumb Yenzers. Uh, first off, I want to talk about today, guys, the big game, the big game coming up at 2.30 today. But of course, we have to talk about the buildup and what happened for this game to become to come into fruition. Uh, yesterday, of course, Georgia Tech played Florida State shortly after we got off the air. Georgia Tech wins this game like 61 to 60. Hmm. And I don't remember who we picked, but uh, we get Georgia Tech today. And this game is going to be at 230 on ESPN and the winner of the pit. Georgia Tech. Now Pitt is ranked uh they're the fifth seed in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech is 13. And the winner of this game goes to play Duke tomorrow, who's sitting at the four position, number four uh seed. And there was some other games. Um, I I, I we do have to talk about them because I, I, I guess I guess I guess this ACC tournament has more teams than Pitt in it. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit more. Um Virginia Tech and Notre Dame played yesterday. Virginia Tech is seeded 11. Notre Dame is seeded 14. We spoke about that briefly yesterday. Uh, Virginia Tech did win that game 67 to 64. So now they go on to play NC State. It's going to be Virginia Tech at NC State today at 9.30, 9.30 tonight. And the winner of that goes on to play Clemson. Of course, our game with Virginia Tech, the winner goes on to play Duke. See, now these are all the teams that had that two-week buy, that two-game yeah. buy. They're finally getting the action. You got Clemson. They get the winner, like I said, the Virginia Tech-NC State game. Duke's waiting for the winner of us in Georgia Tech. 9.30 for an East Coast game? 9.30. And you'll see why here in a second. I, I kind of did where it, is it Where is it located at? Uh, it's, it's Carolina. <laughs> However, that, that's strange. But, but, but wait, we got, we got more that's going to gonna lead to that. Um, the Boston College and Louisville game, like in uh, their Boston College beats Louisville, BC sitting at the uh, 10 seed, Louisville sitting at 15. Boston College wins that game 80 to 62. Now they, they go on to play North Carolina. And that game is going to be at seven o'clock, seven o'clock. Um, and the other game, the game that, that, that there was no two, there was no first round for number eight Syracuse at against number nine Wake Forest. The winner of that will go on to play tomorrow at Miami. So you see these one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. They all have the two day by or the two game by. So it's basically going to be tomorrow at noon. The winner of Wake Forest and Syracuse will play Miami. That'll be at noon. So the winner of Pittsburgh and Georgia Tech go on to play Duke. That'll be tomorrow at two. The third game will be at seven. I guess there's a little bit of a break. And then finally, the last game, as I mentioned, the uh, winner of NC State and Virginia Tech will be the 9-30 game. So I think what it is, Derpy, <laughs> being that it's all at the same arena, it has to take all day. It's a whole day thing. First four games, one's at noon, one's at three, one's at seven. No, but 9-30? <laughs> You have to see on the bro. East Coast. You're shit happens. Life's rough, man. You got to wear a helmet. You know, come on now. 
but hey, we all have bedtimes. But um, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, now you're getting to the, you're getting to the teams, Mike, that had a buy. You're yeah. going to be tomorrow. You're going to be at the teams that had two buys. So eventually, all your Notre Dame's, Boston Colleges, Louisville's, um, Lake Forest, they're all going to be gone. It's going to be like I said, the winners of today's games against the the four top teams that we hoped to be in when we would have been in. Mm-hmm. Had we had won the last game of the season, <laughs> we lost by two. But um, a lot, a lot of, a lot of ACC on guys. Uh, like I said, you get the Virginia Tech NC State game today. You get the Boston College, North Carolina game. The Pitt. honestly, I can see North Carolina winning that. I could go top they are right now. Well, I mean, North Carolina is at the seven, so I mean, they are a higher seed than Boston College. I wouldn't be surprised if North Carolina wins this game, as with the North Carolina State and Virginia Tech. I wouldn't see that being a uh, like. A, I, could, know, I could see Boston College also beating North Carolina too. Uh, Pitt, you know, the winner of that in Georgia Tech goes on to play Duke tomorrow. But what are the chances of uh, Pitt choking this one away? The way they've gone the last three game or the two games before this one i you know what i think it's very possible that's the reason mike why i don't think they are going to lose this game i think they're going to win it's going to be enough to get everybody excited mm-hmm. get everybody back in it like we were saying on monday and and i think ultimately it will probably lose to duke if they don't lose to duke like i said they have miami uh more than likely and then you get into that in the finals on saturday I, I mean you're either going to be playing north carolina clemson virginia so it's not going to be easy. And that's the thing that was discouraging about the last two games of the season. And the way that we fell off was the fact that I, you, you yeah. would have liked to, you'd like to win one of those games. I, you know, and especially, you know, it was one, they just especially Notre one. Dame. Notre Dame was the one that I think really, and, and that's going to make people think you're you know, still going to make the tournament though. You're still going to make the, Oh, they're game. still going to get an at large bid. No two ways about it. So but I think it's, know. I think technically these losses may help you in your favor. For how, like because you were projected to be in Purdue's, and they have a big man. Yeah, like you were going to meet them in like the second round or third round. Yeah, that's kind of where like you know I kind of figured Pitt was going to go anyway. Maybe, maybe make it to the Sweet Sixteen, and that's it. Yeah, I think their athleticism is going to win them a couple games. However, there's just teams that are built better in college basketball than the Pitt Panthers are and they're, and they're built more mm-hmm. efficiently and they're built with a big man and um, you know, you know, more of a standardized lineup where you do have the big man, you do have your guards. And as I said before, Pitt, they, they, a lot of times it seems that they're running five guards, a lot of the game until you get your, you know, the two brothers you get. Um, but, but if you're running your starting five and even when you add Nike Sabandi in there, it's a team of five guards running the floor which it, it's a very high-flying, fast-paced game. Get, you know, uh, drive to the basket, get a lot of points. But it, the part that it falls short, guys, is where there is um, – where you need rebounding. Yeah. And, you know, if you're having a bad day, you're having an off day, you're having uh, whatever, whatever, you need that guy. And, you know, a lot of teams out there are built like that. They do have the big man, and especially your Dukes, especially your – I'm looking at it now. The projection, have. Mike. What was the start time on the show today? How I, many minutes? Does honestly, it I can't remember. Uh, but we we've been streaming now for about eight minutes. Eight minutes sounds good. Like I, I just I I like to keep track that way. At the end yeah. of the show, I'm all right. Yeah. So eleven. You're projected to be with UCLA. <laughs> Their bracket. I'm not. You know, UCLA is fine. I, I just don't like I said, I, I can't imagine them beating Duke. I, I just can't. I just I, I just can't. I think that we could run with them as we did in the regular season. We had a very good game with them. I think we ended up losing by eight points. But that was the that was the problem then too. They had big guys. Yeah. Or if Federico Federico would play the big guys position, I I, I don't know. I, I was a lot more confident in this team before they lost to Notre Dame. Yeah, it's you know. God, we we kind of had a feeling this might happen with this team, you know that yeah. they it, it they had a nice little run and then it's just going to collapse because you know this is what happens with Pittsburgh teams, man, and you know and like this team wasn't the best team coming in to the season anyway. They they over 
they were produced, man. They 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 outperformed expectations. And how long is that going to keep them going? This just might be it. Yeah, I hate to be that guy. I'm kind of rooting for him, you know, but mm, mm, this might be the end of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I expect them to win today. Don't get me wrong. Georgia Tech looked really good against Florida State. I mean, Florida State played their yeah. asses off. And, you know, the game could have really went either way. And for Georgia Tech to come out as a 13 and, and win that game against Florida State, I you know what? I was impressed. However, it, it's almost the same sense with Pitt. I, I just can't imagine Georgia State, Georgia Tech, I'm sorry, Georgia Tech continuing to roll. I could see them getting this win over Florida State. And then, you know, maybe they, they're just not built well enough to make a deep run either, in a sense. Yeah. So, you know, if they can get the Pitt, Pitt will probably win this game. If Georgia Tech wins, I'll be surprised. But you know what? It's not out of the question. I, I, I'm not ruling it out. I tend to think the Pitt will win this game. I, I think they're hungry. I think that they've got to sit back for a few days. They had their, uh, their, their mind set on getting this one of these two wins to finish the season. It didn't yeah. happen that way. They had a lot of time to sit back, think about it. They were in the gym working over the past few days, practicing. They're going to be hungry. It isn't like this, this Pitt team's going to come out flat. They're going to come out and, and they're going to play a good basketball game. I suspect they'll win this and, and probably, as we said the past couple of days, run into a big problem with Duke tomorrow because we're just, you know, you got to be the best of the best in college basketball, mm -hmm. as we said, to win the big tournament. And, you know, that's, that does, doesn't vary too far away as you come back to the, the conference tournament. So, Mike, I, I, in Derp, I, one of I think it was Mike, had you beaten, had us beaten Duke. That was me. I was I was thinking, you know, I was talking myself up, talking myself into the team, thinking they would be able to pull it off. I, I think I might be wrong. Yeah. Only time will tell, my friend. Um, I, you know, who knows? Maybe they could go. They could beat Georgia Tech. They could beat Duke. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, you just got George uh, Duke, Miami, and then let's just say you win those two games, and you know, you have a whole nother bracket. Yeah, of good teams coming at you, and like I said, those teams are Virginia, those teams are North Carolina, NC State, um, Clemson. So I just, like I said, very discouraged, very discouraged by the way that the season ended, Mike, and 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 that's why I, I've lost confidence. You know, um, and that that's fair, that's fair, but you know, I they they definitely have to get out of the first round of the ACC tournament. It, yeah. it, like. Yeah, this season's kind of a success because you know they 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 were supposed to go nowhere, but now expectations change throughout the season. You you have to beat Georgia Tech. You you have that would be the biggest disappointment. Oh ever. God, if they would go into huge this game disappointment today, <laughs> after the way your season ended. You go into this game and you lose to Georgia Tech. I just throw your hands up in the air at that point because I, I have no explanation oh, yeah. of what the hell just happened. If that's the case, <clears throat> um. But however, like I said, Pitt, this game is at two thirty. And yeah, they they need this one. They need it. North Carolina and Boston College, Virginia Tech, NC State. You got good games today. Clemson, Virginia, Miami, and Duke are sitting idle, just waiting for these four games to finish up. And again, the one that had no first round um, teams is the Syracuse Wake Forest matchup, and the winner of that will go on to play Miami. So. 2.30. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens, boys. Might do a live reaction for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I try to, I try to, listen, Derp. I, I tried a live reaction video once on one of our teams because Mike and I thought it would be a great idea. Yeah. Look at my beard. My, my beard was black prior to that reaction video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a full head of hair. Yeah, yeah. My, Mike was. <laughs> Mike had a full head of hair. My beard was black. Uh, it all fell out. It all fell out. Uh, Jeff Capel. I just want to talk about him real quick because he is a finalist for the Ben Job Award. Now, the Ben Job Award. He already won the ACC Coach of the Year Award. The mm. Ben Job Award is the National Coach of the Year Award. Yeah, but he is a candidate in that. I think a lot of it lies on what he can do from today on out. Yeah. Because he, you know, he's done his work. What are the other candidates? You know what? I don't know who the other candidates are. That's a good question. But here's an interesting uh, tidbit about the ACC coach of the year. He won with 75% of the votes. Ooh. 
So some of you know they're uh, recognizing his, his accomplishments. Yeah, so there's no two ways about it. As uh, they should. Distant second was the Miami Hurricanes coach down there, but 75% of the votes went to Jeff Capel. And like I said, he is a finalist for the national coach of the year. I think you're going to at least have to win this game to even stay in that conversation, yeah. of course. Um, so there you have it, everybody. Pitt, Georgia Tech, 230. Syracuse, Wake Forest, Virginia Tech, North Carolina State, and Boston College, North Carolina. Those games will be on all day. It looks like they are all going to be on ESPN down in North Carolina. On the ESPN. On the ESPN. Not ESPN 8, the Ocho. It's the, on the main. Oh, man. Oh, man. That was the best. <laughs> uh, um, anytime I can reference Dodgeball, I, I got to sneak it in there. Best movie ever. Best underdog story movie ever. <laughs> okay, no, a break, see, dirt break off for up. a second here. I grew up on that. I know. I know. <laughs> break away just for a second. Speaking of knowing what's up. Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa, of course, Wiz Khalifa being from Ooh, here in yeah. Pittsburgh, they have a big tour coming up, guys. It's called this, uh, the High School Reunion Tour, and they will be here in Pittsburgh. It looked like about a 30-city tour. It's huge. And uh, Pittsburgh is going to be July 18th. July 18th, Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. I might be interested in going to that, Mike. Uh, dude, I work with, man. He already bought it. He has his... He was able to get the uh, pre-sale tickets, and he, he has four. He's ready to go. You really? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of jelly. However, I mean, if there's not a Steelers song, then I'm gonna be disappointed. You'll probably get black <laughs> and yellow just to get the crowd fired up. Um, yeah. You know where I'll end up? I'll end up at Picklesburg. That that I, I talk a big game, <laughs> like I'm gonna be at the Wiz Khalifa Snoop Doggy Dog Show. However, <laughs> on July 21 to 23, we have Picklesburg coming back to Pittsburgh, which is more my speed. But I would like to go see Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Speaking I would, of, I would Snoop love Dogg. that show. I, the only bad thing is, it's like a, on a Tuesday. Yeah. I miss the polka. Speaking of the, um, the, the amounts of marijuana that you would be smelling. Oh, my God. <laughs> inhaling at this show i just saw yesterday pa there's a bill proposal that in pennsylvania they are proposing that you sell and buy marijuana in your state store in your local state store hell yeah why Rock not right yeah i think it should be the point where anywhere anywhere you could buy alcohol you should be able to you know there should be exactly you know it's 2023 for crying out loud exactly right in my god I do more stupid things on alcohol than I do on weed. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No two, no two ways about it. Um, alcohol is definitely a more potent drug. But that goes back and you could, you know, you could, you could we, we, we could scratch and claw at that all day. Why? Ooh, why not? I will scratch and claw from, from the, you know, I think about if, if Big Worm gives me that. Or no, who, who gave, who gave up? Hector. Hector, yeah. Hector gives me the wrong weed. That's right. Yeah. I just you can't Hector. believe. I just can't believe that it still is the way that it is. And the thing is, it's such yeah. a turn the other way crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could drive down the street here in the, in the city that we're in, Mike. And I mean, you see guys sitting on the porch and you drive by. The smell of weed is so strong. And you know, cops, you know, it's, they drive by. They're not dumb. They know the smells to smell for. It's such a turn to head the other way. Only when it's... um you know, only when you, when you really need to make an arrest or a bust. Yeah, they, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I was, like, I, was, I, I was listening to a podcast earlier, and they were referencing that like one of the co-hosts was he was a guest on um a, a podcast back in 2013, and the whole premise was it was like you know oh you get together and you get high while you do the show. Like then it was oh that was like edgy. Now you know Ugh. ten years yeah. later it's like oh okay you got high on your podcast. Oh big right. deal. I'm drinking water on mine. You know. It, it, it's you know the way times have changed and it, it's interesting and god give, give me some weed man i'm chill i'm mellow i feel good yeah you know i don't wake up the next day hating myself after you know like i do after i drink Are you there's, a, there's, a, there's a difference between weed and alcohol <laughs> <laughs> big time uh, alcohol you drown in your sorrows <laughs> with your choices and then weed 
you have a fun, you have a fun time drowning in your sorrow. Right. You, you, it just yeah, lets you allow you to, to relax and think and take the edge off where, where I think alcohol, it, there's, there's certainly a, a point that you become more aggressive. Um, but Hey, here, here you go, guys. 2023. We look what Hershey's doing. Should we pay attention to what Hershey's doing? They just debuted their plant-based Reese cups and Reese bars. Will you guys be trying any of this? Now I'm, we're, we're, you know, the whole plant thing with weed and where we are these days. Hershey is debuting their plant-based Reese cups and Reese bars. Does this sound like anything that you guys would be into? I will. I'll try it. Some yeah. plant-based. I'll chocolate. probably try it, but I'll pro- it'll probably be the same reaction to uh, Taco Bell. but no i would definitely definitely be trying out these things i've had you know plant-based hamburgers before i like them i like them there are they the real thing do they taste as good as the real thing no but i like them i enjoy them yeah but so i'll definitely try the plant-based chocolate because you know Uh, chocolate comes from a plant anyway we just grind up the the nuts from them so but you you know know what they're doing though it's the same as the impossible whopper has any of these guys tried the impossible whopper the whopper made with the Uh, the plant-based no i I, vegetarian whopper no i haven't had the impossible whopper and that's why i won't have the 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 reese cups either i just i I have no desire i want something delicious i'll get a candy bar and eat it it's it's not that much of a problem for me and i see how there could be problems for people but uh for me personally there's no reason in the world for me to try one of these i wonder like if you have like um like a peanut allergy like that or or not a peanut allergy but like an allergy to chocolate is this like new plant-based chocolate is it something different or you know will people who have this allergy be able to finally you know enjoy it yeah, that's what I want to know. Because if so, that's a cool idea. That's awesome that they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I can Now I can Now I want chocolate. This is all your fault. Don't you got a, a Kit Kat bar or a um? What have you brought upon us? What have you brought upon us? I, I think I, what I got to do. No food around me. I want to have another hungry. camera facing your desk. I want to see what's on, what's in front of you on an everyday basis because I have a sneaky suspicion. Do you have a you have some kind of snack drawer situation I going don't. on? I don't. They're like this new computer desk that I bought has empty. It's empty. Like little man's saying over here, it's saying it's empty. There's nothing. I have no drawers over here. This is sad. Something that we could just watch through the course of the show and see what you're picking at and what you're eating. I got I have no food. Yeah, you heard him. No food. I don't know. What do you think, Derp? I'm I'm just munching away on my celery. You see, yeah, see, Derby's the one. We see this is why he doesn't have the camera. He doesn't want it. He wants to like, eat all show. He's like, hey, no one's going to see my feast in front of me. Like, I guarantee you, he's like a Roman emperor. He has his celery and peanut butter, his cheese, his wine. You know, we have someone fanning him with. I don't a palm drink though. Leaf. Don't he's drink. living the high life over there. We have a constantly. That gets on the air and eats for an hour. I was hungry. I'm sorry. I work at like three in the morning. I, know, I get off work. I'm hungry. Mm. We'll work. I gotta we'll, eat. Man's gotta eat. We'll work on those other cameras. We we I, I have to watch this go down because, like I said, it's entertaining from this view watching you. I've seen you. I see you. Like I said, take 15 minutes the other day no, eating a pop tart. You know, like in Hollywood, they call it snacking. <laughs> Snacking while you act, so I'm gonna call you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna become an expert snacker. Pittsburgh Penguins, Pittsburgh Penguins, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins have a big game last night, Mike. This is a game that we all suspected they were gonna win pretty handedly. It didn't quite go that way. I was watching this hockey game, Mike, and it was four to one. I decided to turn the game off, and I didn't mm-hmm. turn it off. I left the room. I was doing other things. Um, as the game approached the end. I got on my phone to check the score real quick because uh, for work for the the show and it was four to four. Now they were losing four to one. I decided to walk out of the room, do other things. I check in four to four. I come back. Sidney Crosby blows it up in overtime, wins the game. The Penguins win five to four in overtime, Mike, against the worst team in the league. So it's good that they did come back and win in overtime instead of losing, especially getting blown out like it it looked like was going to happen. 
Uh, Mike Jari gets pulled. Casey oh. Smith comes in, saves the day. He stops all 15 shots that he faced. Uh, Mike, what what happened early in this game? How, how did it get to the point where everyone's turning this game off and 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 going and doing other things? It's Jari, man. You, I'm sorry. Normally, it's hard to blame. I have a tough time to scan. Oh, the goalie. Uh, the goalie. But I'm sorry. You give up four goals on 12 shots. That That's a you problem, bro. Yeah. To, to quote Taylor Swift, you know, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. That's Jari looking <laughs> in the mirror last night. He was the problem. Even though, you know, we did give, you know, Penguins did give up a goal rather early, you know, four minutes in. So that that's still a problem. Second Which is period what they again, do. you know, two minutes in. So that's still an issue. But my God. Like that was a terrible yeah. showing by someone, you know, Jari, you know, when he's healthy, he's normally one of the better goalies in the league. And he pulls something like this, that this is bad in the team, you know, the team in front of him to kind of allow this to happen is bad too, but it, it's just, a, Mike, can you a, see? They, they, they showed resiliency. I give them that this team did not quit. Most teams like you, you lose into the worst team in the league. You're just going to pack it in at this point. Like, all right, boys, let's get out of here. You know, figure out something along the way. Do you see these early woes by Tristan Jari being anywhat comparable to the early days of Marc-Andre Fleury when we were ready to pull our hair out and he goes back to chase a puck and passes it right in front of the net, the guy scores. These kind of things. Now, because on one hand, you, you read and you hear about all this potential with Tristan Jari, and then there's games like this. Is that what it is? It's just a case of, you know, it, it's him going through the, the process of his career, and someday Tristan Jari could be, you know, that guy and be the guy that leads this team to the Stanley Cup, or is this just a guy that's it's the, the guy of the time, and, you know, we're going to move on and one day eventually get a, a goalie that we like? What kind of goalie do you see him as? Do you see him I, as that, that young flurry that, that could make that – that leap in his career or like young story dude's 27 he he kind of has it together I mean, early, obviously early in his career here i mean this yeah is the, yeah you know. this is like his you know i'm looking at his you know he was in 2021 he was 25 and 9 looking really good last year 34 and 18 but just injuries keep happening to him and the, you know to, last night was like his first game in how long you know so it's it's been a while since he played, and I, I I think it just you know finally happened. You know he had a bad one. He he played what the last game? When did he play last? The, uh, the, the Smith played the loss, and Jari had was playing yeah. the game before that where they did win in Tampa. Yeah, he won in what? Uh, Tampa, he, yeah. he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't played since the second. Okay, right. so he had like five days off. He, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it was just rust. That's all I'm thinking it is. He just had a rusty performance. You know, this year, his save percentage has gone up this year to where it was last year. You know, he's 2.86%. I'm sorry, goals against this year has gone gone up. His save percentage is down from last year just a little bit. But it, I, I, think, I think this performance was just an off night. You know, first game back after being out for, for a while, having the sickness and everything. So... I I still think he can be the guy. He can win you a Stanley Cup. Is he going to be the sole reason you win a Stanley Cup? No, but he might be the guy that, you know, he's going to steal you a series and then, you know, come back to where his normal level is and just be, be, be steady. But he, I think it was just a bad night. Shit happens. Yeah. And like the whole team, like stuff I was reading is like people, you know, writers are going, saying like, you know, this, they're kind of treating this like a preseason game. You look at them before the game, just being all goofy during the game, just not being like the Penguins we're used to seeing. And finally it took Crosby to come out and be like, you know, we're, we're not going to fucking do this. We're going to fucking win. Crosby does get the game winning goal guys. Zucker has two. Gensel had one. Heinen had one. Um, interesting thing about Jake Gensel, Mike, ever since he's come into the league, Jake Gensel has more, more no no one else on the team has more goals against Columbus than Jake Gensel has. <laughs> he would uh another goal last night. I oh, mean rocking yes. it up. He loves seeing Columbus in town. And, and shout out again to to Jason Zucker. My God, this dude yeah. is just if Cros I heard it said that like if Crosby's the, the heart of the team, Zucker's the adrenaline. He's the one who gets you going. He's the one who started the comeback. He had two goals again last night. 
dude is just outside of the core three. You know, you got Zucker and, and Gensel. Those two complement Crosby, Malkin, Latang perfectly. But enjoy Zucker while you can, guys, because uh, I think he's gone next year. I think he's going to price himself out of Pittsburgh, and the, the moves we've made at the deadline is going to make it almost impossible to bring him back. Not to be a downer on an awesome night, an awesome game, but yeah. enjoy Jason Zucker while you can. My God, the dude has just been nothing but sensational since he came to the Penguins. Mike, I do want to cut you off. I want to welcome and say what's up to Queen B. Queen B over on the uh, message board. She says, hello from Tampa. I'm a replanted Yenser, but love my Pittsburgh home teams. By the way, I love the name and the pod, the name of your podcast. Oh, thank welcome. you. Absolutely. Welcome, Queen B. Welcome to the show. Glad you yes. could join us. Uh, we did hit a little bit earlier. We had the big game today between the Pitt Panthers and the Georgia Tech uh, Yellow Jackets this afternoon in the ACC Championship. We are on our, we're well on our way to uh, so through some Penguin scoop here. The Penguins, they had a crazy comeback last night. We're down 4-1 to one in this game. Uh, they come back, take it to overtime, and Sidney Crosby, he sinks it. He sinks it, wins oh. the game. I, I, I've never like? seen him that angry shoot a puck. How, you were breaking like, how out. hard he shot that. Like, I've never oh, seen yeah. him that. Oh, he just, he was like, yeah, I'm winning it right here, right now. Where's that Crosby been, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He he's he's always there. He's always there. He's just my God. I if he wanted to, he could be a fifty goal scorer every year. Absolutely. Right? But he's just a playmaker, man. He's a playmaker. He's like the best grinder in hockey history, too. The dude, he, he can be anything Crosby, any, he wants in the game. It's just absolutely. My God. He does uh, what he Crosby, needs to do at the right. Mike moment. is once again one of the highest jersey sales in the NHL. It came out yesterday that. Uh, Here's the thing. Everybody either you either hate Crosby or you love Crosby, but you know what? How are, how how is his jersey sales up at the top every single year? You know what I mean? There must be a lot of people that really secretly love Crosby. Oh yeah, you you know outside of I'm gonna say outside of Philly. Yeah, that's yeah. The everyone only loves Crosby. That's the only fan base that hates him. Yeah, because even it you a lot gotta of figure even down Crosby fans. I think. you have to figure even down in um. <laughs> in dc uh, for the caps fans you know they at least respect yeah. him the way like you know we've grown to respect ovechkin i don't think they're gonna buy him but like you know you figure all of canada for the most part loves crosby he brought right. them what two gold medals of course they're gonna love crosby you know i don't think and there's like anyone the in players Cole Harbor in any sport, who doesn't have a crosby you know I mean? jersey when i was growing up it was you know either you loved or you hate jordan but you know what i i had a jordan jersey i wasn't a huge jordan fan but you recognize you recognize that these guys are the best and uh you, you want to have a piece of that i think and, and down the road yeah. i was able to say you know look back at my old jordan jersey like this this was this was what everybody was into this is what everybody was wearing in the 90s when jordan was the best and you know what i think that um i think crosby falls in that yeah, category he, as well yeah and, uh, you know he is loved everywhere he goes queen b has it right queen b uh, yes absolutely uh another another interesting number mike the current penguins roster get this the current penguins roster guys is the oldest in nhl history by average mike the average <laughs> age of this of this team the average age of the player is 30.95 yeah. mike this is the oldest team in the history of the game yeah for what it was like tracked or something i saw someone tweeted out that obviously they weren't checking all the way back into like back in the day but yeah this team is so freaking old oh it's depressing but how, how it's kind of fun this? to watch well you know i mean you say that candidly but here's the thing ron hextall comes and he takes the oldest team and he makes them even older how do you how do you reverse out of this we i here my thinking was we don't as long as you keep looking Crosby and Malkin, like their initial plan was, and start bringing younger legs in to generate speed, mm -hmm. energy, things like that, where you could, you know, have a little bit of a change during the pace of the game. That they, they he did he did the total opposite. He just brought more, more, and more older guys yeah. in. Mike Derp, I, I, my mind is blown. There's no way, there's no way that you could reverse this right now unless you just no. dismantle this whole team. And that's the only way you're going to be able to do it. But a lot of those older guys, you know, the core three, obviously, they're not going anywhere. And they all have no movement clause. But you look at Jeff Carter. We're they're stuck with him for another year. He has a no movement. Yeah, clause. he's got to go, and he has no movement mm -hmm. clause. I mean, yeah, here's the thing: that, this that guy, this Ron Hextall, so old. who's a, a lifelong Philly guy. He was like, 
let, let's dip into this for a second. I, I think people are afraid to touch this because you um, touch on it every it, day. It, <laughs> I touch on it every day, but most people listen. I want to tell you something. It's almost it has a, a conspiracy theory feel to it. So people don't touch it. Now, this guy, he's a career Philadelphia Flyer career, his whole career. He played goalie there. He was loved there. Everyone loved Ron Hextall in the 80s and into the 90s. You notice he had the arrow. I, I could think of the orange arrow coming down on his, on his mask. It pointed right at his face. Everybody See, loved this problem. guy. And then he gets a office job in Philadelphia with the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing about rivals. You either go things one of two ways. You either shed everything that you've had from your past. You come into the situation brand new and try to do your best work. <laughs> or you are always a flyer. You're always going to be a flyer. Would you take somebody, let's say, I don't know, a lifelong Raven or a lifelong Brown. Let's say a Brown because the Ravens are a little bit more mm-hmm. successful. You mm-hmm. could turn around and say, you know what? That, that might be worth it. Yeah. Let's say a lifelong Brown or a lifelong Bengal. Somebody who played on one of these mm-hmm. two squads their whole lives. Everyone loved them. This is where they were. This is where they're from. This is where everybody knows them from. They did, you know, and then they retire and they get into the office, the front office, and they're doing GM work. If one of them would get hired for the Steelers to work in the front office, like I said, you would have to put that all behind you, shed your past, everything that you've ever known and been known for, and come into Pittsburgh and do your best work. Or there's always going to be a part of you that's still, you know, I don't like the, you know, I, I got a good job. They're giving me an opportunity. I'm making the money. But deep down inside, I'm, I'm always a Brown. I've always been a Bengal. Do you think it's possible, Mike, that, that, that he came and sandbagged this organization? No. You, you don't think it's possible at all? No, no, no. Please God explain no. why. Okay, he wants to win. And why not? Yeah, he wants to win. He wants like to win a championship. Philly. He if wants you, to win a championship. Mike, he's done that it would indicate that he wants to win bad. What if he, he, he maybe he's thinking that this, the, he the has three the right biggest things he's here. done. Give me the three best things he's done that would help this team win. Um, traded for Ty Smith, but you know he can't make it into the project because he kind of fucked up the ca- salary cap. Uh, he brought back Nick Benino. He recently oh, that which you said he wasn't re- a good he move. He resigned. You, you told me that that wasn't a good move, but so go ahead. No, I said it was a good move because he's going to solidify that fourth line. You said his age, bringing him back. He's not the same player. Yeah, but yesterday, but yesterday I said it was a good move. Okay, continue. Him, fourth Sorry. line. Yeah, yeah. Um, resigned Malkin and Latang for well under market value. So you brought back three. all the old people instead of going to get younger people, okay? Oh, Continue. you mean the three fucking guys who are fucking producing on this team. Okay. He brought two of them back. And they are okay. fucking producing, okay? They are fucking producing, so that was a good fucking move. So and this, no. this is, is going to work to get us to go further along than we have been, is what you're saying. This well, I'm the, saying like you're anyone who says that he came here to fucking dismantle this team to make it hard for them winning the championship is misguided. Well, Mike, I think all the proof points, and, and here's the thing: I'm not saying that he did sandbag us. I'm saying all that's the proof that's points. Literally, what you're implying, he he did it. That's what originally you're no. At speak. this point, yes. Can I can I finish what I'm saying? No, this is you know you brought it up. You said I'm going to touch on this because no one else is. So you're okay. implying that this is absolutely what you believe. you're right. Can I? Finish and I'm my saying sense? you're misguided. I'm saying you're misguided. But let's not worry about me. I, let's worry about the situation here. Let's no. worry about the no, no. Let's worry. I'm going to talk about you. All right, you're the I'm going to put my pencil up. down and I'm going to talk about me. You're the one who brought it up. But make this about me, Mike. Let's talk about me for a while. How do I no, look? You like? always wanted to be about you. I never wanted to be about me. <laughs> now listen. Listen <laughs> no. what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Okay, so we'll sit here in silence. Welcome sit here in Queen silence. We're, uh, you, can, has you can sit here in Mike silence, and I will sit in Queen ah. B. So if you're enjoying this part of the show, <laughs> I am we'll enjoying the more. hell out of this Mike show. Mike is in control. Everybody's going to sit here in silence for. I know, I, hey, Queen B, thank you for sharing go the good. podcast with the fellow Yinder. We appreciate it. And hopefully they don't turn it in while Mike is turning the show into a shit show. So here's I what not turn it into a shit show. <laughs> we please talk about the Penguins for a moment, Mike. The Penguins. Yeah. What I'm saying is I haven't seen him do anything to take this team further than what they've been doing over the past few years. We've kept mm-hmm. the same pieces in place. They mm-hmm. brought back the same guys. And whether you want to come out and call us, and I knew this is what I was going to get from you. That's why I hesitated to come here. But the thing is, Mike, they're they're not any better than they were last year. They're not any no, better God, than no. they were two years ago. And, and that's his job 
is to come in and, and make their situation better in hopes that they can get further into the playoffs. And correct? Like it's just general incompetence on his part and the new ownership group. That that's like where the big problem is. You know, Lemieux and Burkle thought, okay, maybe this guy would come in, identify some talent. He's been around the league. He knows talent. Then, you know, they end up selling the team to the to the conglomerate. Now it's like Hexall's incompetence and this new ownership group's incompetence is, you know, them not stepping in to fire this guy because you know like if Lemieux and Burkle were still own this team, Hextall would have been fired a long time ago. A whole hell of a long time ago. So how, do you think, how long do you think it's gonna be, Mike? I'm not, I'm not disputing that one bit. I think that he's very incompetent, and I think that it's from being involved in an incompetent organization his whole life that never won. Mike, mind you, the team that he, the, the organization he came from has never won anything in your whole life. Think of every single moment that you've ever gone through in your whole life, every moment, junior high, high school, the adolescence, discovering yourself, everything that you've ever done. This team has never won anything. They, they've never won anything since 75, 76. There we go. Yeah, 70, I couldn't remember when they won last. Yeah. So anybody involved in that, that's like taking a Pittsburgh Pirate uh-huh. and, and, and sending them to the Yankees and wondering why this guy can't do good things. All he knows is, is, is Flyers. Do I think that he's trying to sandbag this team? No. But do I think that there's a part of him that is just, in the word that you use, incompetence from being from the Flyers organization his whole life? People that come from, like I said, our our organization, I wouldn't pick them up in L.A. as the Dodgers. If you're, a, you know, from the Pirates, there's no need. Go to other good teams. Go to teams who succeeded. Our Pirates literally done nothing in 30 years, and, and this guy, his team, literally done nothing in almost 50 years. So did he intentionally stand back? I, I, no, probably not. But is this the guy? Is this the guy that you want to bring in to fix things? I, I don't think so. And how long do you think, Mike, how long do you think it'll be before they can him? I, did I already ask that? Uh, you didn't, but no, I I, I don't know. Because uh, this new ownership group, my God, they're, they're watching the, the Red Sox, what Liverpool and, and the Penguins, they have three teams and none of them are. Have, they're all sinking. They're all sinking. Yeah. And this ownership group tends to, they just don't, they're not hands on. They just don't seem to care. <laughs> so, ish, God, they're the only ones that can fire them. <laughs> So as long as they're not around, Hexel's like, I'm just gonna. I mean, is it gonna get to the point, Mike, where we, you know, I mean, enough years go by and people are tired of the Hexel. Here's the thing, you know, two weeks ago, everybody in Pittsburgh wanted his head on the platter, chanting "Fire Hexel." How long, Mike, will it be before the Pittsburgh Penguin fan base leapfrogs what the Pirate fan base is doing with their ownership and and, and demands that that this guy gets fired or they do something or we stop coming to the games, which is ultimately what needs to be done if you ever want that to happen because they won't do anything if you don't uh, affect their pockets, of course. So The Penguin fans are not going to boycott. And that's a problem. No, it's not. Please, please, explain how that's not a problem. I almost put a guarantee on it that they're going to fire the GM at the end of the year. I, I can always depending, uh, yeah, because if they get bounced in the first round again, he's going to be gone. There's going to be major changes. One hundred percent, they will probably. And, and, and you know, like there's no major revenue sharing in hockey, like there is in baseball, where like the Pirates' payroll is more or less covered from revenue sharing. Where if the Penguin fans yeah. stop showing up, guess what? They're not going to be able to afford a team, and guess what? Won't be able to make payroll. Guess what? Verge on bankruptcy again. And we've lived through that too many times. We don't want to see it again. You also lived uh, in a situation where teams were so bad so long <laughs> that you feel helpless. And that's not the case. We're not helpless. Fans aren't helpless. If you if if you are proactive, why why aren't the Yankees ever bad? Those people demand. They demand. Are bad. Yankees have down years. I, I, Mike, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Of course, everything you know has a, has a down year. But the Yankees have been consistently good for 30 years. With down years in there, yes, sprinkled in. But it, the organization, what I'm talking about, you're, you're again, the, the people demand good baseball when it comes to their Yankees. And the, the, the owners and the GMs and, you know, they wouldn't dare. Mike, we're the oldest team ever. You know, and like you said, obviously, right. in recorded history of the <laughs> hey, NHL. Hey, you know, with age comes experience and wisdom. And, and just last week we were talking about how bad this decision was. So, I mean, obviously you're being candid, but come on. 
we're setting ourselves up for another disappointment in in this rundown and it's terrible because we deserve as fans a decent team we haven't won a playoff game since what 2017 yeah i believe so yeah it's been five years since we've uh won won the stanley cup that was was that the last series we won mike was the Mm. the game against uh nashville it could it could be i can't remember off the top of my head that just hurts my that hurts my brain yeah that's that's ridiculous that's ridiculous <laughs> derpy who is you know he's four years old he wasn't even thought of whenever the penguins won this yeah just teasing of course derps but you, you understand what i'm saying it's it's it sucks that we are this organization we're the penguins and and like the steelers um you know maybe maybe we expect too much let's see the last... we expect too much derpy no i don't think so either yeah, the last last time the Penguins won a playoff series, it was the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. sad. I, I, I couldn't do that quick math in my head. I, I had to go look. Yeah, they lost the semifinals. Oh no, wait, I take it back. Twenty eighteen, they won a playoff round in twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's... yeah. So twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, twenty one, and twenty two. It's been four years since they won a playoff. You can't even get out of the round. You know what I mean? Yeah, this team is. Yeah, they they are floundering in the playoffs. Mm. Um, we do got a little bit to talk about in the whole football world, guys. So let's Ooh. let's skate out of hockey. Mike Mike already caused three hockey fights. I lost a tooth. We're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> you know, we start gonna with happen. New York. Can we start with New York? The news of New York. We are uh, slightly. Um, what do you got? You got something for me, Dart from New York? I'm I'm in my uh, Jones. I'm in my Jones yesterday. Daniel no. Jones. Don't, let me let me tell you something. Daniel Jones with his new contract, 48.75. Mahomes. Mahomes was 31.95 in, in this last season. Yeah. 31 million. <laughs> Daniel Jones is 48. Mm-hmm. I don't think Daniel Jones belongs in the same league as Patrick Mahomes, to be honest. Exactly. I mean, that's I, why know, they're let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's be honest with ourselves. This Daniel Jones, okay, may, maybe he has something that I haven't seen yet. You know, these scouts obviously know their players, these teams, these coaches, but come on, the guy's $17 million more million than Patrick Mahomes, a guy that won two Super Bowls in the last, what, four seasons? I, I, yeah. Mike, make this make sense, please. It, it makes zero sense whatsoever. Um, the quarterback market is totally skewed. Everyone wants to keep getting these higher guarantees. And I... I, I don't see it. Daniel Jones, he he sucks, people. He sucks. He sucks. He's he doesn't not... even show signs, Mike, of being being that guy. You know they what I mean? literally could have signed more better weapons for him, <laughs> give him that much. Uh, I go and get that that Richardson six... from Florida. Any you know what? If I had Daniel Jones and it's been this long yeah. into his his experiment, Mike, I, I would go get somebody that, that like like you were talking about that kid from Florida. That kid, man, whoever whoever picks him up. <laughs> They might have the same accuracy because, like Jones' accuracy is not that good. He thirty, he what sixty touchdowns, thirty four interceptions in his career. How how many I, years has he got, Mike? How uh, many years he, the, he just completed his fourth year in the league. Okay, he's shown real no signs of life. Last year, yeah, fifteen touchdowns, five picks. But my God, that team around him, Saquon Barkley, and their new head coach, totally just revitalized his career. Yeah, he's a I don't see it. He's an average to above average quarterback. And now apparently that guarantees you what $98 million guarantee contract. Now that's what you're going to get for an above average quarterback. You know, I get a playoff game. This guy got speed. He's got speed and he's, it's very deceptive speed. But if you've ever seen him on you on a run, He burns safeties and corners sometimes. You know, I, I've seen and him do this. Then falls over his own two feet. Well, then he trips 20. over his own feet, which is a whole nother problem. <laughs> the greatest but, video. It falls into the, the greatest videos of Mark Sanchez with the uh, the butt tackle, mm-hmm. Gus Farratt with the ball tackle, and um, and Daniel Jones, of course, with his own feet. But I, Mike, like I said, it's crazy. It's crazy. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just where we're going with yeah. uh, what these quarterbacks get paid nowadays. But like I said, come on, seven, uh, 17 million more than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is arguably the best quarterback of this time, mm-hmm. uh, of oh, this era. Easily. You know? No, so. I- I can't wait to see what the, what's this going to do to Joe Burrows when his contract comes uh, You're up. right. And if, if, if Daniel Jones gets his money, Joe Burrows should definitely, definitely 
Yeah. He did lease that. At least. Does he even, I mean, do the Bengals even have that money? <laughs> They'll find the money. Yeah. Like, if you want to keep Joey Burt, you ha- you will find that money. But now it's like, who, who are you going to pay? And uh, at least, like, with Mahomes' contract, he, it's so big, so large, he's able to, like, restructure the money to help out the team. Because we saw that a lot. Like, Brady would restructure. Ben would restructure. You know, Mahomes is able to. But, like, that Daniel Jones contract, you, you – okay, the, you now have a three-year window to where – three to four year window where you have to win. You have to make it to a Super Bowl. Now, if you're paying your quarterback that much money, you have to make a deep playoff run. And I, I don't see him being the guy. I, I don't. Um, obviously, the pink elephant in the room, we'll get to in a second. Uh, number eight from that team in Baltimore. But let me let me touch something real quick, Mike. The car, car going over to the Saints. Now, of course, as of two days ago, Dark Carr is the new Saints quarterback. Do you know with him um, becoming the Saints quarterback, that puts a new quarterback in all four teams of the NFC South <laughs> this year than started last season, Mike? All four. That's how, That just shows you how um, how not ready that NFC South is. And this was a team that the Steelers went and swept. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it kind of gives you a feel. All four teams, um, Tom Brady leaving, you know, the situation with Carr. But that's interesting to me. Also, Mike, um, Lamar, what's what's the scoop? Give me some give me some scoop, anybody. I didn't hear much on Lamar Jackson since we talked yesterday. Any more speculations, rumors, any places that um, they're they're talking about him going? I do know that uh that he he's able to you know they're able to move him, they're able to match the offer mm-hmm. the Ravens are um after anybody would make an offer. <laughs> Did anybody has anybody seen anything that, that holds any solidity? Holds any water about uh, Ryan Fraser, but the uh, possible with, future of Mr. Jackson? Uh, yeah, within three hours of him of that tag being placed on him, every quarterback or every team that needs a quarterback said, "No, we're not going to negotiate with them." And that's what I see. I'm seeing about eight different teams. Yeah, they are all saying no. What's the problem? What's uh, going on with to, Lamar? For, like, you I, want to talk about a conspiracy theory? Here's mine. Okay. So, Lamar Jackson is representing himself in these contract negotiations. Okay. Teams don't like that when players negotiate for themselves. So I, 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 to me, I think all the owners have a gentleman's agreement of one. We're not going to negotiate with a player. who doesn't have an agent. We don't want to negotiate directly to the player. And two, we don't want to use the transition tag. We don't want another player team signing our player if we put someone on there so we're not going to do it to them because you see that in hockey a lot where they always have the same type of deal where you can sign a restricted free agent but you you know right. you have to give up all these picks and teams don't do it there's that gentleman's agreement and it's hard to prove collusion and i i think a lot of these teams these owners are like you know what one we don't want to negotiate directly with the players we want the agent and two we're, we're not gonna negotiate with someone on the transition tag because we, one we don't want to give up the draft picks and we don't want someone doing that to us to lose one of our players so I, I think there's some collusion going on amongst the league owners but it is hard to prove and my god who wouldn't want to sign a former league mvp someone who Mike, has the fifth highest winning percentage at this point in his career 758 winning percentage insane i'm going to tell you where he's going to go i'm going to tell you where i listen if I was listen, if I wasn't a Steeler fan, any team, if I was any of the thirty other teams, not Baltimore, not Pittsburgh, I would be on board. I would be, I, I'd be on my hands and knees begging Lamar Jackson to come play for my team. The guy has the ability to take it to that next level and be that player that, that has never even been seen in this league except for those two years when Lamar was the MVP and and he was playing that particular style. Mike, my guess is this: What do you think about Detroit? I think they will bail so fast on Jared Goff. Ooh. I think they will bail so fast if they could pull Lamar Jackson. That, oh, that would be interesting right there. Um, God. <laughs> very scary. They have weapons. Very fun to watch. What, what do you think, Dart? I said that it could be very scary for the <laughs> league, but, but, but be very fun to watch. Now, don't get me wrong. I want Lamar Jackson as far away from the AFC North as possible because we lucked out and we were able to handle our business against him. I think uh, it was a three out of eight games. Mm-hmm. He only he only made it 
to three games due to health issues. And we we able we were able to hold our own and handle him pretty well. I want him as far away from as the AFC North as possible. I know what he could do. I know what he's worth. I know his abilities. And if he's over in the NFC, let's say in the in the Lions division, playing with the Packers, the Vikings, the Bears, I'll be totally fine with that. I don't yeah, want him anyway be because I'm I tried to look up his cap his because our defense has been pretty good. Let's say one of these years we come out and our defense isn't as good. There's going to be times that he's going to murder us. Mm-hmm. He's going to kill us with his, you know, the, the guys, you know, I would like to see him in the NFC. I'm calling it right now. I seen these eight teams that says they want nothing to do with them, but I'm calling it right now. I think that Jared Goff gets dropped like a bad habit. You know what? He He's only a $10 million dead cap hit. I'd, I'd cut him, but trying to figure out their actual cap space right now. Right now they have $23 million in cap space, but you know, you cut Jared Goff, there's 33. I have five teams. You I think the people, Detroit, a bunch of people you can find, you can find money to get Lamar. I think Jackson. people in Detroit would, would, first would take this year. in a minute. Yeah. They've been bad so long. Mm. I think that they would take this in a minute. Look at seeing this as an opportunity to finally turn things around for the Detroit Lions. And I would I, be fine with that. I do have five teams that he probably should go to. Oh, yeah, give me give me your teams, Derpy. It one is obviously obviously Detroit is on there. Mm-hmm. That could be because of what you just said. The Jets. Yep. The Titans. The Commanders or the Colts. The Commanders, yeah. That that's uh that those are my a lot. Right, yeah, him going to the right commanders there. because of how much talent all those teams have. Mm-hmm. The thing that popped up was Miami now with Tua and that whole situation. I'm not even watching the league anymore. What's up? If he goes to Miami, I'm not even watching the league anymore. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair. I do that's want him to fair. go to the NFC, of course, but uh, yeah, no, those, those are five you know, very, very talked about teams. Derpy, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that. Those would probably be the five best for him. Mike, what do you think? Where, where, where at the end of the day, Mike, do you see when this is all said and done, we're getting ready for camp in, in, in July. Where is Lamar Jackson wearing a jersey from? What, what city is he uh, going to Lamar Jackson will be uh, sitting at home up until the deadline to sign that franchise tag tender, which is like week, what, seven? Week eight? And he'll be back at? Somewhere 12, like wherever he needs back. to be to have a full league year count. That's when he'll be back, and I it might be like later in the year because wasn't it like year week twelve when uh, Bell came back. Don't it? Don't it kind of? Don't it kind of hurt him a little bit? Like by doing this, it does. But doesn't it kind of sign that franchise tender? By then you come back, you get you get that money, and you count as a year service, and you do it again next year, make the money, counts as a year service, and but the fans of your clear. city has to be it has to be driving you nuts. The fans would be nuts, yeah, but you would hope like the ownership group would be more the blunt of the brain. But that's what I'm saying. Team. I mean, if he keeps playing, it, it would benefit, I would think, for him to, to actually go somewhere and play. I mean, if he's playing these games, nobody from Baltimore is going to want him back. No, nobody from anywhere is going to want him. I think that would ultimately screw his his career up, right? Yeah, I would, I would, I would want him. But like this, Ravens yeah. fans are up there with Philly fans. Thing is, Which, he, don't get me wrong, I, I you know, you know, he goes out there, he gets yeah. hurt. They can cut him and just you know spend like twenty million dollars. Like, right, I just it's it's unfortunate. This is what his career turned into. I was expecting to see a lot more of a football career. This is turning into a disaster. I think for him, it's, it's the because the Ravens are turning into a disaster of a franchise. I am loving it. This franchise is. You knew this day was going to come. You knew this day was going to come to where you were going to have to extend him to a huge contract. You know, former league MVP drags you to the playoffs with some bad teams and then you just keep spending more and more money on defensive players where I, I don't get it. You're you're more or less telling the guy, we don't need you. We can win with any quarterback. We're going to keep spending the money on the defense, but yet we're going to keep you here. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. Two-minute warning, They've guys. Been... Two-minute warning. Uh, real quick, the Pittsburgh Pirates play the Orioles today at 105. Check that out. They did win yesterday with the win over the uh, the Blue Jays, seven to two. You guys, we got two minutes left. You guys ready to do a quick um, trivia? Yeah, let's do some. All right, everybody on the board, you're welcome to participate as well. We got Derpy, we got Mike, the two um, the the two major train wrecks from Ohio. 
<laughs> this question, I guys, am the train wreck. <laughs> right across the border, but they're nonetheless. So anyway, this question of the day, guys, is going to be an ACC tournament question. ACC oh, tournament, because we do have here in the next two hours, Pitt, Georgia Tech, in the ACC tournament. We um, This today is going to be an ACC tournament question. See, Mike's already preparing <laughs> in the way he in the way that he does. Um, but anyway, update, I was updating the tags for uh, YouTube. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, Derpy, are you ready? Derpy is eating. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> I see, this is why I got to. No, I'm not cheating. I, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying I say you're eating. I don't think you're cheating. I think you're eating. They're derpy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more suspicious of you guys eating all show than cheating. But all right, here we go. This is going to be ACC question, ACC tournament. Uh, anybody on the board, Queen B, everybody play along. Here we go. Which ACC team won the 2022 tournament? Which ACC team won the 2022 tournament? Of course, is last season. And Derpy, we'll start with you. Who do you believe won the ACC tournament last season? Hmm. There's Syracuse, there's Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, NC State, North Carolina, Boston College, Louisville, Miami, Duke. I'm going to go with the Tar Heels. Going with the Tar Heels. Derpy says the Tar Heels won the ACC tournament last hmm. year. Mike, who do you who do you think won the tournament? Hmm. Um Let's go with let's go with uh, Syracuse. No, 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 Clemson, 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 Clemson. All right, so North Carolina, Clemson. I'll give it a moment on the board to see if anybody has an answer at home. Again, what ACC team won last year's 2022 ACC tournament? We got Mike says Clemson. Derpy is eating, and he says North Carolina. And the final answer, guys, the answer to the question of the day is this team beat Duke in the ACC tournament last year, 82 to 67. This team was Virginia Tech. Virginia Ooh, Tech. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I'd forgotten all about it as well until I looked it up and I thought, wow, that's right. Virginia Tech, wow. the number seven seeded team in the tournament, beat number one seeded Duke. 82 to 67. So there you have it, everybody. Uh, Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? Uh, it's going to be two dumbyinzers.com, the number two, D U M Y I N Z E R S.com, two dumbyinzers.com. Over there, we have links to YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, the three main platforms to find us. Um, actually, when you log into two dumbyinzers, boom, today's the most recent episode of YouTube. It pops up the first thing you see. Um, so that's there. We have links to Facebooks, Instagrams, all that fun stuff on there too. Um, links to the merchandise stores on there as well. Email addresses are in there. So everything you need is at twodumbyinzers.com. www.twodumbyinzers.com. Check it out, everybody. A bunch of stuff over there to check out. We are live every day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time right here. And the show that we do that day gets uploaded that evening. If you want to, on in podcast form over on Spotify, if you want to just listen to the show. You're at the gym. You're at, driving to work. Anything where you don't have an opportunity to watch the show, you could always, always, always listen to it on podcast form over Spotify. Again, this show gets uploaded at eight o'clock this evening, and that is the um, and that's how it's done every day. Uh, Mike, what do you have before we take off, my man? Any any oh, words of wisdom? No, uh, what's not NC State? Another NC State Wolfpack fan in here. Uh, did I she just say North Carolina? That. I saw or LNC North Carolina. Yeah. I, sorry, I got excited. I thought someone was talking about the Wolfpack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I well, we haven't heard from uh P in a while, so it'd be yeah. nice to hear from him. Uh, yes, but yes, I want to thank yes, Queen B. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, welcome aboard, Queen yes, B. Yes, glad again, to have thank you. you for sharing uh, amongst fellow Yinders. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, always. Uh Derpy always got some kind of words of wisdom. What do you got, my man, before we take off for today? Huh? I just saw this. Um for it's particularly for you know if you're a Steelers fan, mm -hmm. nobody's perfect, but Steelers fans are very close. 
<laughs> I like that. Is that is that the whole thing? I just tried. yeah, that's the whole thing. Is there a, is there a punchline to that derby, or is that the... no, no? I'm just I'm just being I'm just being goofy. But hey, we're per, we're we, we nobody perfect. is perfect, but Steelers are very Steeler fans are very. Close, All right, so. I, I get you now. All right. All right. Um. Uh, good day, fellas. All right. Bye, everyone. You're. you're... <laughs> I'm hey. just gonna mute Derpy now. There yeah. we go. <laughs> no, thank you, Derpy. As always, great words of wisdom. Um, everybody, we do thank you for tuning in, checking us out. Please continue to do so. We appreciate each and every one of you. For Ryan, Mike, Derpy, the two dumb users, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no.